Oh, so I said thoughts on Caligari. He said he didn't eat squid. It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Bloody wonderful. We've just about made it to the end of the year. I know it's a super crazy time for some people and uh, certainly for people that are publishing information about what people might want to watch this holidays. Indeed, because we're about to have all this time on our hands and, uh, you know, look, the beach is there, the sun's there doing its thing, but what we really want to do is just sit in a cave and watch <laughs> shit. But you're the man tasked with uh, pulling together all these end-of-year best-of lists and telling people what they should catch up on from 2022. Is that the just... Bit of the job, bit of the job, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So um, what I thought today is just suggest a bit of a bit of uh, summer break watching. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at the very end, kind of tip my hat to the thing I'm most looking forward to in the new year. Okay, so people might want to get a pen and paper ready I for this segment. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's just jump right into it in no particular order. Um, these first couple of films, these are still playing in cinemas. Obviously, uh, the world of cinemas is completely dominated by Avatar The Way of Water at the moment. So um, maybe a little bit hard to get along to them. But, um, but if you can, let's remember cinemas are usually air conditioned. So um, much more comfy than your stuffy house, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that, so with that in mind, uh, Bones and All is still in cinemas. This is uh, the cannibal road movie romance starring Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. Mm -hmm. um, this left a real impact on me when I saw it uh, a month or two ago. Um, a bit gruesome, but also just a really affecting tale of uh, young people uh, nursing terrible secrets rolling mm -hmm. through 80s America not one to watch with the family. In fact, let's face it, I'm going to look at this list and go, not one for the family, 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 not one, not one, not one. One for the family on okay. this list, maybe two. Um, also in cinemas, uh, but uh, yes, uh, being edged out by all those blue people is David Farrier's documentary, Mr. Organ. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about this on the show at yes. length earlier in the year. Uh, hopefully... Um, this will uh, reach an audience at home in the near future because mm -hmm. I think uh, it's be a, this will be a great one to watch with your flat, your family, mm -hmm. your pals. Uh, but as it stands, you can see that in cinemas at the moment. Um, this is the tale of a very complex individual and the um, real-life trail of carnage that he's left behind. Uh, kind of keep waiting for another step in the story to drop. Mm -hmm. It's got to be one around the corner somewhere. At home, though, where you can control your own fans or your own uh, temperature to your liking mm -hmm. and, and not have to buy stuff from the candy counter. Uh, I loved uh, Netflix's Athena earlier in the year. This is a uh, drama set in a council estate in France. It opens with probably the most stunning uh, show-off one-shot take of the year. Um, probably not real, of course, glued together with lots of digital trickery. But an astonishing opening which sees a press conference um, by police um, trying to address concerns about um, about someone in their custody being killed, being interrupted by a hail of Molotov cocktails, the police station being ransacked and a bunch of youngsters heading back to the council estate to barricade it up so the cops can't get in. Um, it's the uh, most anti-cop start to a movie I've maybe ever seen. 
Mm-hmm. But if that's your thing, you can find that on Netflix. Okay. I need to see this. Oh, anti-cop, are we? Interesting. Wow. I just, you know, I need to get some buy-in from my partner. I reckon she'd be into this though, right? It's just good to take an all viewpoints, eh? Yes. Um, available for rental uh, via via digital services. A24 Horror Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This is quite a fun one. This is a um, kind of youngsters in a big house getting together, being little shits and uh, playing a murder game and then a whole bunch of people die. Uh, kind of turns some of the slasher conventions on its head um, and has some really fun things to say about social media generation, etc., etc. Um, I think some people thought the humour of this film was on the nose. Um, for me, I really enjoyed it and I thought that the uh, a lot of the perspective of it became more clear considering the uh, European background of its director. So it's sort of not necessarily just a byproduct of... Um, of young American culture, but uh, someone have a bit of a sarcastic look at it. Um, so I found that very enjoyable. Um, it has a, a great cast of young talent. Um, if you've seen uh, the incredibly intense Shiva Baby, you'll know about uh, Rachel Sennett, who's one of the stars. Um, but basically, it's got a chocker cast and really good mm. fun. Also really good fun um, and coming out of Spain is a film called Official Competition, also for rent on digital services. Stars Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas and it's the story of uh, a very wealthy, wealthy businessman who uh, decides to leave a vanity project. He can't decide between a bridge with his name on it or making the world's uh, most successful art film. So he uh, try, decides to make the world's most successful art film. And it's just a great story about uh, a really sarcastic black comedy about creativity. Um, Penelope Cruz is the very singular auteurist writer-director behind the, the film within a film. Mm-hmm. And she gets two lead actors who couldn't be more different uh, from one another. Um, one of whom, Antonio Banderas, is the kind of classic uh, European who's gone to Hollywood sellout scumbag. Um, Pretty really grunty ratings on IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and of course Flix.co.nz for this one. Yeah, it's a it's it's a real goodie. This one, not um, a massive take at the box office, but people are liking it. Yeah, I think this one might have passed people by a little bit. Um, I think part of the sort of um, sarcasm of its release was in, um, you know, kind of posi- it sort of looks like it's a picture position it positioning itself to be an award winning picture. Mm-hmm. The, the sort of you know, the, the thing they're taking the Mickey out of, I think, might have actually confused audiences a little bit but mm-hmm. um have a check uh, have a look at the trailer official competition and it'll make um tons more sense it's uh, it's pretty silly it's pretty scathing mm-hmm. coming up uh earlier in the year was jordan peele's nope um this was a welcome return to form i felt for the director who um well the comedian turned director who kind of surprised everyone with get out a few years back oh yeah nice. his follow-up film us wasn't um quite as concise and nope is definitely not concise but i think it's a a really good mix of ambition uh and sort of b movie uh b b movie elements um set on a ranch in the u.s um some uh stuff floating around in the sky some heebie-jeebies and um Amongst it all, uh, two black siblings trying to scrape a living together, wrangling horses. Um, there's a lot going on in this film. Uh, definitely um, takes a while to settle in after watching. Um, but this is a good one to revisit, I think, um, or see for the first time. 
now that we're in a little bit less of a rush, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If you are in a rush, a film that you need to uh, probably set a bit more time aside for is RRR. This is on Netflix. This is the uh, Tollywood um, action-adventure film. It's about three hours, three hours and change. <laughs> um, I got really excited about this when I heard um, that Within the first 45 minutes, there are three action set pieces to rival the Fast and Furious franchise, and then the opening credits play. Um, I think opening credits at 45 minutes is a uh, huge statement of intent. Uh, Mm. This is uh, unbridled creativity, a big swing at the fences for um, a CGI-enhanced action movie, and one that really kind of puts uh, some of the more tepid CG action fests from Hollywood to absolute shame it's just mm-hmm. so much fun and uh, the dance routines and songs will be there's dance routines absolutely stuck in your head okay Bollywood Tollywood but and yes Indian Indian film yep. uh, and they're, they're goodies um, and uh, also a bonus in that there are some absolutely scenery chewing cartoonish villains who are uh, the English uh, colonials and they're just <laughs> massive shitheads. It's really fun to watch like them. Like sort of trumping desserts. the classic, you know, the good, totally out the gate Bond villain, like on steroids. Is that what you're saying? I mean, arguably maybe a bit bigger than a Bond villain yeah. in terms of acting. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's the, those those evil performances just go so large um, yeah. and sort of housed within this movie where everything else is over the top at all. Already sticks together. It's, it's really, really fun. This is this is another one that's be great to to watch with a few pals and have a few beers with. I think. Yes. Um, Top Gun Maverick, the uh, biggest movie star in the world's big ass movie. Man, it was so good. It was. I mean, I was so glad I made the trip to the cinema for that. I mean, that was just nonstop. I, it's perfection. It's just so good. You know. I mean, as for as cheesy as it is, it just gives you everything you want out of a blockbuster. Hundred percent. I think we um, we've maybe become a little bit used to uh, saying things like "check your brain in at the door" or mm. "it's a popcorn movie." But this was a really real reminder that um, while yes, it is a bit cheesy, you kind of don't have to sacrifice anything to enjoy watching this film. It's yes. um, it's awesome, and you know, maybe maybe it was the movie where Tom Cruise saved the cinema industry. Mm. Who can mm-hmm. who can say? Time. It's will like tell. ten out of ten. It's just so. I mean, you know, for what it is, you know, it's. it's Man, you can't. I mean, I, it's cheesy, but I mean, you can't fault it. Yeah, like some, some might say, uh, possibly too militaristic. But yes. uh, I challenge you: How do you make Top Gun Maverick without the military? Mm-hmm. It's just a story of a man and his motorcycle. I think I told you. I walked out of the cinema with a friend, and he turned to me and said, "I wish I was American." Oh, <laughs> job done. Pat on the back. Jingoistic propaganda. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Um, down to the last couple of things I'd uh, want to mention today for your for your holiday viewing. Um, a movie that made a big impression on me at the New Zealand International Film Festival, possibly not its director's best work, but one that was just um, so ridiculous. It's a film by Peter Strickland called Flux Gourmet, and it follows a group of sonic caterers. Yes, sonic caterers. These are performance artists who uh, make their sounds with blenders and fruit and assorted kitchen concoctions they've got pots mic'd up they've got all the stuff going on and in the world of the film this is kind of one of the big art forms of the world um these three are on a residency where they're constantly infighting they're, they're fighting with their patron 
Um, they're doing other things with their audiences, which involve post-show tangles of bodies. Uh, it's utterly weird. It's hugely self-indulgent, um, but it's really going to be unlike anything else you're likely to have seen this year. So uh, that's available for rental. It's also landing on Shudder tomorrow, which um, I think uh, horror fans who check this out might be in for a little bit of a surprise. It's not horror with a capital H, let's put it that way. Uh, and the last thing that's um, sort of uh, reverberating with me still is Glass Onion. Um, I caught this when it was in its one-week cinema window. This is and this is uh, on Netflix from Friday night. Um, very well-timed release, I think, mm. um, just kind of as everyone's like looking to kick their feet up. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Johnson's sequel to Knives Out, of course, uh, which has a new ensemble cast. It's really fun. It's kind of bigger and broader than Knives Out was. Um, gets pretty silly. Uh, this is, um, yeah, this is really fun, and I, I really can't wait to see um, what Ryan Johnson does after this. So, hopefully, that's a good little uh, smorgasbord mm-hmm. of things. Maybe. Certainly is. We'll certainly is. Um, and the only th- the only other thing I'll mention before I wrap up is uh, the thing I'm most looking forward to in the new year, screen wise, is, is so close to being upon us. This is uh, HBO's adaptation of the uh, PlayStation game, The Last of Us. When was the last time you saw a video game adaptation that was good, do you ask, John? Well, I can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. They're almost uniformly terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this looks awesome. Uh, the games that it's based on are themselves fantastic and have a great narrative and great characters and great storytelling. Um, it's set in a post-apocalyptic world where uh, hu- humanity is kind of just existing in pockets. There's all kinds of different threats from sort of non-human threats to uh, just uh, utter... Uh, amoral savagery um, and it's a story of a uh, kind of cynical stop me if you've heard this one before it's the story of a cynical dude who's got to escort a young woman across the country who just might be the key to saving it all mm-hmm. but despite that kind of uh, rote premise at the centre of it um, this is a, these games are fantastic and the show is brought to the screen by Chernobyl showrunner Craig Mazin um, mm-hmm. who you know, as we know from uh, the Chernobyl miniseries a few years ago, it's a great eye for characters, great eye for detail. That show looked a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And everything we've seen from The Last of Us uh, so far suggests it's going to be real awesome. Okay. I think and I think that's the technical term for it. Um, that arrives on Neon on Jan the 16th. Okay, and so I'm fizzing. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. It's yeah. less than a month away. Um, that's me. Um, I'm, look, there's, there's been tons more good stuff this year. That's just really a kind of grab bag of things to, to take into your time off. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there's uh, something there that people enjoy watching. And if people, if, if they want to have a dig in, they can just go to flicks.co.nz and check out some of the writings and recommendations. Absolutely. And um, sometime around sort of midday tomorrow, we're going to be publishing our kind of combined top 20 uh, films list that is aggregate of, of 20 contributors all sort of uh, making their point felt and sort of um, it's been interesting to see where we line up and where we don't mm-hmm. so um, yeah about midday tomorrow that'll launch and then I'll turn around and walk out the door <laughs> alright Steve thank you very much for um, you know making the way in oh making your way in here every Wednesday most for a bit of a Wednesdays. yarn most, um, let's face it most it's a pleasure places. always see you uh, next year bye Real auteurs use star wipes. That was Flicks and That on 95BFM.